Jonathan Rook and normal opening. This is my Hero Academia. I think I sang it right that time. I hope I did. I think you did. Hey, Federico, what's going on? All right. A little bit of a different episode this week. Um, yeah. And here's the thing. We record these for Patreon. Uh, a few of these have not come out yet. I think I'm like three-ish behind. Yeah. But I think technically this would be uh, volume 20. Uh, we had somebody call us out on Twitter earlier today. Oh, really? Yeah. One of our own. Wow. Well, you know, he's um, he's been, I'll call him a day one. He's been around since the beginning. Okay. Oscar Palomar, uh, Satan Sinister Six alumni. Uh, he called me out today. He's like, hey, what's up, man? Like, I just, you know, tweet random bullshit because I fucking, I hate Twitter. <laughs> every once in a while, I see a good tweet and I'm like, hey, what's up? Let me talk shit on that. I think today it was hashtag stupid Flanders because yesterday was uh, National Left-Handed Day or some shit. Oh. Mark Campbell had a really good tweet. So I retweeted it with hashtag stupid Flanders. Oscar likes it. And he's like, hey, by the way, uh, notice you guys aren't putting shit out every week. What's going, what's going on with that? Wow. I was like, <laughs> just go right to the point. Whoa. You can't even like appreciate a good Mark Hamill thing for a second, huh? You just got to go right to calling a motherfucker out. Okay. Yeah. Coming that, straight up with the fire, man. Cool. I'm glad that, uh, I'm glad that you just, you know, threw me out on blast like that, Oscar. So I figured today me and Feds had plans to do a, uh, a plus ultra. So plus ultra volume 20, I believe we're going to be Damn. talking about episode, uh, 39 today encounter at the mall. At the mall. At the mall. At the mall. Episode 39, <laughs> episode, it's the last episode of season two. And uh, we're going to be talking about that one in a few minutes. But um, I figured I'd make it public because, you know, Oscar called me out like a few hours ago. That being said, Oscar is a Satan Sinister Six alumni, uh, year one. So we've got the anniversary show, the two-year anniversary show coming up. Uh, I think it, it's looking like the date. For recording, it's going to be Saturday the 24th. Anyway, I'm putting this one out on the public feed, uh, plus Ultra Volume 20, uh, to say fuck you, Oscar, um, but also to say fuck you, Carlton. Uh, but if you want to be considered for the Satan Sinister Six, time's a ticking, baby. All right? If you're not on the email list, <laughs> odds are you're not getting picked. Let's be real. There's like uh, several dozen on the email list, let's say. So I've got more than enough people to pick from just yeah. there. Yeah. Um. And you know, if they cared enough to sign up for the email list, I feel like that automatically gives them a major leg up over all those other competitors. Obviously, if they're a patron, Dragon Ball dot what the fuckers aren't fucking podcast called? Uh, uh, Patreon dot com slash Dragon Ball Super Dope. That's yep, that. that's the one. Yeah. If you're a supporter there, dope. If you're not, maybe you won't think about it. We got a lot of shit, including lots of My Hero Academia podcast. OG Dragon Ball podcast, uncut episode of Dragon Ball Super Dope, Death Note Super Dope, which by the way we're almost done with. Maybe we'll record those last few episodes soon. Hopefully, yeah. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much the housekeeping shit this week. Federico, I don't know if you've ever done a real public podcast. I don't know if you've appeared on a. No, I don't think I have. Death Note Volume Zero. Oh yeah, that's that right. That may be the only one that we released at the public feed that you were on. Nope, there was another one too. We did. After we, I after I finished watching my hero the first time, no, after I had finished watching it, you brought me in and like uh, asked me all the, the the important questions. Yeah, we did a whole recap of the first three seasons, right? Yeah. All right, I'm pretty sure that one's up on the public feed. But me and you have done 
a bunch of the plus ultras like individual episodes sometimes a double of episodes on the pod we're at episode 39 today end of season two encounter uh let's go to the mall <laughs> <laughs> that'll never get old no it really won't uh unforgivable will never get old so we'll do the episode review here we'll listen to, we got a few, a few voicemails in as well uh but we'll save the voicemails till the end of the show yeah that's probably the best way yeah because those those things are always train wrecks yeah fucking train wrecks um anything else going on in your world we went to see maiden the other day that, that was, was fucking dope. dope um i didn't see you the whole time but i was there with dan and mike norm mm-hmm. a lot has happened a, yeah a real lot has happened so the day um we went to see maiden mm-hmm. i went to my aunt's house where we used to record and started you know pre-gaming getting ready dan came and met me before that though i walk in i'm like what's up amber what's up mike how y'all doing? Vaping Mike Norm. Where you been? He's like, not on your podcast. However, <laughs> I will be getting married in a few months. They get married in November. Really? Yeah. And I was like, all right, cool. They've been engaged for a couple of years. Well, yeah, I know that. But I walked in the house and I was like, what's going on, guys? They're like, well, we're getting married in a few months. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay. Uh, well, what's up? Thank- Are you guys yeah. like pregnant or something? <laughs> They're not. They just want to get their own place and get their act together in terms of, you know, yeah. their own um adulthood bullshit whatever and then i'm like well that's cool good for you guys you know let me know the details i'll obviously be there and amber's like well no shit you'll be there you're the best man wow and i was like what <laughs> and i look at mike because he's sitting right there yeah i was like uh yeah yeah he's like yeah man i don't have any other friends <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, yeah, I know. <laughs> I know that, but I feel like she just robbed you of the opportunity to to tell me your ad, whatever yeah. that whole thing is. He's like, yeah, you know, I would have been weird about it anyway. And yeah, we're going to have a bachelor party. Woo. So in the midst of all that, I got Dan coming over to go see Iron Maiden. And I'm like, Mike, you got to come to Iron Maiden now. Yeah. It's a fucking. Iron Maiden fucking rules, man. It's a buck wild time. We got to go. It's a great time. It took him a while. Like I literally almost had to drag him out of the house. It was bad. Did you buy a ticket? Just take him out by his collar. I almost, I, I literally was ready to shove this dude into this. She's like, well, I got a shower. I'm like, okay, you've said that four fucking times over the last hour. Take Go a shower. shower. Go shower, man. You smelly, labor-induced, sweaty, mother, gross, greasy, dirty. Go take a shower. Go take a shower, man. So we did. Then we went to the show. Wild, um, Dan and Mike's first time in a maiden show. Dan too. Yeah, neither. Wow. And the thing about Dan was his fucking girl <clears throat> almost bought him tickets to a Slayer show instead, and he's a huge Slayer dude. So when she got, well, him we better tickets, go see them because they're they're retiring soon. Exactly, and he was kind of so. upset about that. He's like, oh well, I've never seen Maiden, and then he realized I love Maiden. Yeah, and he's like, well, you know, I don't really have anyone else that is down with Maiden like you are, so. Let's go. And I was like, dude, you just you open up a can of worms, my friend. Yeah. <laughs> this night about to get metal. One of the best maiden shows I've ever seen. Yeah, that was awesome. Bar fucking man. Great set list and everything. Yeah. Not a bad song. No. Even for the greater good of God. So Maiden was badass. And then four days later, I sold my soul back to the devil because I saw them play uh, Number of the Beast. Six, six, six. The number of the priest. And I went back to a goddamn 
a mortgage job through the end of the year. So that's another reason, uh, Oscar, uh, my life has gotten so much more hectic in the last couple of weeks. Because uh, when I get up in the morning, I get myself a gun. No. <laughs> when I get up in the morning, I usually have to edit something for a client because I have been working and running 10 other podcasts while I've been out of work for the last year and a half and I've got 10 people to support. I usually get up and edit and post and do all those administrative things. Go to the office rate to nine hours. Come home, work on some more shit for at least two to three hours and then go to bed. Or I'll try to play Chrono Trigger for an hour. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's what you've been playing lately. Dude, never had the opportunity to play Chrono Trigger. Chrono Trigger is basically Dragon Ball Z's fucking cousin. Because yeah. Kira Toriyama did all the character designs. And it's a fascinating game. It's a lot of fun. It's basically Final Fantasy VII before Final Fantasy VII. And it's on a Super Nintendo. Alex one day had to come over and drop some shit off. But he was like, look what I found in a box. What's in the box? A slightly water damage version cartridge. Uh, a slightly water damage cartridge of Chrono Trigger. And I've been playing the fuck out of it. Because homie don't have an SNES and he wanted to bring it over here to test it. And I said, yeah, sure. But what the fuck are you going to do with it now that you know it works? Yeah. You're leaving it here. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, make podcasts in the morning, mortgages in the evening, podcasts at supper time. When podcasts are on a bagel, you can podcast anytime. <laughs> I'm working a lot, all right? That's, that was my point. That's you need a point. lot of bagel bites, apparently. Not enough. I feel like my life would be a little bit easier if I had more bagel bites. If you go to patreon.com slash Dragon Ball Super Dope, pledge $5 so you can get all these extra fucking podcasts. Maybe I'll get an extra fucking box of pizza bagels, all right? <laughs> All right, episode 39, Encounter. Uh, we, we're coming off of everybody's final exams. And uh, we've got some fucking flunkies in this class. Yeah, man. Five you, of them. You and your group of flunkies. <laughs> Kirishima. Genki. The Genki. Uh, Denki Kaminari. Genki means spirit in Jap Japan. It's yeah. Denki Kaminari. Sero is pretty much on the... Yep. Mineta kind of build his ass out. Uh, Mina... Uh, who am I forgetting? Uh, uh, I don't know. Kirishima? Did I say Kirishima? No, you didn't. Wow. Ijiro Kirishima. What the hell? Kirishima Ijiro? Ijiro? Ijiro. Ijiro Kirishima? Uh, Ijiro is the tail guy? No, that's Ojima. Jesus. <laughs> Too many fucking characters in this anime for me to keep straight. Not only do I got to keep their last names and their first names straight, I also got to keep their hero names straight. Although I don't really know Ojiro's fucking name there Except Cocktail, right? <laughs> I don't think I've ever called him Cocktail before But it makes so much sense that I just did Anyway, they're all uh, they're all feeling real bad About how dumb they are Yeah, man And how they're not gonna get to go to uh, They're the, all bummed out about the cool summer, summer camp, camp, man They're like, oh man, they're gonna learn so much stuff They're gonna be real practical heroes and we're failures because being a failure in Japan, you know what happens when you dishonor your family? What what happens? You basically just want to kill yourself. Which now that I have an office job back again, I can totally relate. I just want to kill myself all the time. <laughs> you dishonor your family. Yeah, I dishonor my fucking life. Um, but hey, just kidding. Shoto Aizawa comes in. He's like, "What's up, you flunkies?" 
<laughs> I feel like Shota Aizawa and Prince, there's some crossover there. Yeah, absolutely. Especially you with you, the scarves and shit. You and your gang and the and the dark circles under yeah. the eyes and the hair on the face. Yep. You and your group of flunkies. You're gonna get to go to summer camp. <laughs> and they're all like, What? <laughs> we gotta go to the mall and go shopping now. Right now. Date Atashi no Hiro by Lisa. That's the name of that song. Wanna know how I know? Because you wrote it down. That, because I forget the name of it, the title of the song. I knew that it was sang by Lisa. L I, capital L, lowercase I, capital S, lowercase A. Lisa. I knew that it was sang by her, but I didn't know the name of the song. No, because why would I? I only listened to it on my Spotify playlist like five times. It doesn't a day. have the name of the song on your Spotify? Of course it does. Then why don't you know the name of the song? How the f- you think I'm just looking at my phone the entire time I'm listening to a song? Yeah. No. <laughs> Who does that? No one. Exactly. Atashi watata go do do hai. Too much. Too much. Atashi no hero. Lisa. Cue that shit as we go to the mall. Because we got to get some supplies. So they go out like as a class. They get there. Their first time as a, as a class, by the way. When they all fucking go separate ways They're like I want to get a backpack I want to get some shoes I want to get A fuck mannequin if you're Minetta <laughs> A fuck mannequin Fuck mannequin That's a very like uh, I want to get some bathing suits Fuck mannequins right word. Fuck mannequin It's a very elegant way to call a you know sex that doll is. Yeah. That's a new band name And I fucking call it <laughs> Fuck Mannequin. Hey, who's playing at Lupo's tonight? <laughs> oh, you know, Fuck Mannequin. What? <laughs> <laughs> Everyone goes their separate ways to buy their Fuck Mannequins and the like. <laughs> <laughs> and Deku and Achako, Baskerel Achako, are left behind just to be like, hey, what's up? You want to shop together? And she's like, okay, uh, maybe. He's like, I got to buy some wrist weights to up the juice. On my uh, cranking, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and she's like, "No, I don't. I've got no point of reference for male masturbatory uh, practices. But if you're gonna uh, get your wrist weight on, I'm gonna go this way." And <laughs> she runs away. <laughs> no sooner does Deku go to the wrist weight outlet, <laughs> he has a dude in a hoodie come up to him, and that's like one of the good part—the wrist weight outlet. <laughs> You guys don't realize because you probably aren't listening to the Patreon cut, but I just had to try that like four times. <laughs> the wrist weight out- outlet was how it came out the fourth time. That's not how I planned it. Anyway, we gotta get some wrist weights so we can punch through walls like a true Kyle does. And uh, <laughs> all of a sudden, all these people in the mall are like, hey, you're from the sports festival, huh? Hey, that's right. You got your face fucked up by that Endeavor kid. That was cool. Word. We remember you. And he's like, wow, people remember me. That's cool. Q. Q. Until the wrong person recognizes him. Mm-hmm. And you know what it is? It's always this fucking person. This is always the person. I don't care the circumstance. I don't care the fictional reality we're talking about. I don't care if it's this reality in our own like personal fucking world, alternate reality, whatever. You never want to be approached in public by the pale kid with a hoodie on with his hood up. And he looks like he's got really chapped lips. You never want that guy to come up to you. Nah, man. You know he's not going to talk to you about anything fucking cool. He (laughs) might even grab you by the neck 
and be like, what's up, bitch? We sitting down here in the middle of this mall. And sure enough, that's exactly what fucking happens. Yep. Grabs him by the neck and says, we're sitting down in the middle of the mall. Except when this guy grabs you by the neck, he might rot your neck out with his rot hands. It's crotch does. rot. He will, actually. Yeah. Quirk, crotch rot. <laughs> anyway. Um, I forgot what I was talking about. Oh, yeah. Tomer Shigaraki, crotch rot. Crotch rot your throat. Yep. Quirk, crotch rot your throat. I really, and as stupid as we've been for this first 20 minutes, this is a really, really good episode. Yep. And when we started to watch it, I kind of overlooked the fact that it's a season finale for season right. two. And it makes sense that even though it starts off with this ridiculous premise and it seems like really fillerish that we're all going to go to the mall and buy stuff for our camping trip. Yeah. And it's like, oh, all right. I remember the first time I watched it, I was like, really? Yeah. This is how this is going to end now? We just That's had some what of those, I thought, too. This is the most badass shit we've seen in My Hero Academia to this point. And it's like, well, we're all back at school. We're all alive. We're going to the mall. Yeah. Uh, thought it was going to be them like showing what they fucking bought to each other and shit. I thought mm. it was going to be like a quick scene, if anything. But it turns out to be the entire episode. And when they get to that first eye catch, like, it's so strange. The structuring of this episode, it's like a cold open before the intro. Beginning of this episode, when Dobby and Toga show up. Toga. That's what I said. Toga. Yeah, I know. Toga. Yes. I know. I had, to, I had to try five times. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. If you listen to the Patreon Uncut version, you'll see why. Uh, when Toga... And Dobby show up. They're like, "What's up? Where's the Hero Killer State?" And he's really cool. He's the only reason we showed up here. It's like, oh, he, he's uh, he's in jail. I guess I'm kind of his boss or whatever. So you want to join up with me? I guess. And they're like, "Man, we want to just be part of the same, you know, criminal organization or whatever. The same kind of ideals." Shigaraki is just like, "What the fuck, man? I attacked you. Uh, I attacked the USJ. I did all of these crazy fucking things." Hero Killer Stain shows up for like 15 fucking minutes, kicks the shit out of a couple 15-year-olds in an alleyway, and all of a sudden, everybody fucking loves him. Really? Obviously, he, uh, what was it, something like 30-plus heroes that he's either killed right. or mortally wounded. But the only time we really see him versus all the crazy shit we've seen Shigaraki done throughout these first 35, 40 episodes of the series, Hero Killer Stain comes up and upstages him really, really quickly. Yep. And he is... He's got a chap butt about it, if you know what I mean. A chap butthole. I would have loved to have seen the three of them actually fight. Yeah, I wonder who would have won. Well, I'm going. <clears throat> uh, I'm going Dobby. Yeah, me out of too. the three of them, I'm going Dobby. He's... Although, if Toga gets a knife into either of them, yeah, that might be it. Right? How's your quirk work? But the thing is, is when Shigaraki grabs anything, it just instantly turns into dust. So, Crotrop. Yes, crotch rot. So he crotch rot that weapons away and shit. I mean, Dobby got the flames, the blue flames. Yeah, but all he has to do is grab his wrist. Yeah, but what if he's burning up? <laughs> blue flames. He might be quicker than him. Who knows? Quick draw McGraw. He went to art school. Yeah, quick draw McGraw. It's a little Wayne lyric, I think. <laughs> I don't even know. So I would have loved to have seen the three of them, but Kirigiri. Warpgate, ever the fucking adult. Nope, can't do that. So you not, motherfuckers. Shigaraki's like, fuck that. Everybody, everybody likes Hero Killer Stain. I'm gonna get the fuck out of here. I'm going to the mall. <laughs> <laughs> and it cuts. It's a it's a weirdly structured episode. That's the cold open. Then it's the uh, the theme song. 
Then it's the students back at UA, Aizawa giving them some shit about who didn't pass. And then they go to the mall as a class to go camping. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm pretty sure I'm singing the extended version of that song right now. So <laughs> I got this problem, man. I just. What's, can, what's this problem? Basically, it's just I can't stop listening to Japanese songs on Spotify like 90% of the time. Well, I mean, if you really like it, just listen to it, man. I do. All right, good. So I do. Good. Double good. Good in the hood. It's all good in the hood, Gene. Good squirt. So, what? ho, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I got to fucking throw the sound in there. All right. See what you're making me do, Oscar? Ho, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking Oscar. Fucking Oscar, man. So they have that whole little let's go to the mall thing together. And when they get to the mall, Shigaraki comes out and he's like, what's up, kid? By the way, Shigaraki didn't realize he's voiced by Eric Vale because I don't really pay attention to the dub credits all that often. Eric Vale, voice of Future Trunks. And then we get the title card of Encounter. And then we get the eye catch immediately afterwards. So the title card just kind of comes out of nowhere, almost like it's a fucking Pokemon game. You've encountered a wild Shigaraki, or, if, you know, flip the perspective there. You've acquired or encountered or flip the perspective there. You've encountered a wild Deku out in the Buckwild Mall. <laughs> ho, ho, ho. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am Lord. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now those songs will always remind me of one another. Oh boy. And Shigaraki just goes off on this long ass tangent about how these two new people show up and they love the hero killer stain and how he's done all this cool evil shit and nobody really seems to care. And what the fuck is the difference between the two of us? All the meanwhile, he's got his hood up, his lips chapped, <laughs> hand around Deku's throat. They looking like their boyfriends leaning in real close, whispering into each other's ear and shit in the mall. And I'm like, that's a nice moment. Except if you take that hood off, Y'all would be really scared. Because that man Real is, scared. He's ugly. He ugly. Ugly. <laughs> you are ugly man. Hmm? Ugly. <laughs> and I like that. I like this. In, uh, I almost said the word encounter, which is obviously the title. But I like this conversation between the two of them a lot. Because, I mean, first you don't get to see them interact directly all that much. If ever. Uh, barely ever. So when it does happen... And again, these are like supposed to be the antithesis to one another. Like he's the epitome of the upcoming hero and he's the epitome of the upcoming villain who's going to take over for the respective, uh, you know, thrones as the big bad and the big hero uh, on each side, respectively. The two of these having this conversation before either of them ascend to either of those posts as top and top. And they're just working their way up. One working for all for one, one working for all my... It's a weird fucking dynamic. Never mind the fact that Shigaraki's basically just having like a nervous breakdown being like, why don't people respect me? Deku, help me figure out why people don't respect me. I'm a badass too, right? I can rot your throat out right now. I'm bad, right? And Deku's like, yeah, no, you're bad. You're real bad. He's like, well, why do people love that hero killing then? They're, they're selling this fucking t-shirt over there at the mall for $5. And he's like, I'll tell you why. Shigaraki's like, oh? Oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is not going to stop, is it? I don't know. <laughs> I guess we'll see. <laughs> He's like, I'll tell you why. Um, Jefferson has beliefs. 
Burr has none. That's a Hamilton reference, but it also is kind of relevant to what this conversation is. Yep. Uh, the hero killer stain obviously is motivated by um, wanting to tear down the false idols that are in the hero world now. People who are cashing in immensely off of their uh, endorsement deals or whatever the fuck. And uh, he's like, you know, all might. He's where it's at. He's a real hero. He's the standard. I'm going to kill people until they learn to act more like all might. And if anyone's going to catch me, it's him. Be, it can only be that all might motherfucker. So that tie between Stain's ideology to All Might being this huge central pillar in the entire world, that's really the the the, the unify uh, the that's really the biggest difference between Stain and Shigaraki. Shigaraki is much more like I wanted you bad. Generally, yeah, I hate All Might, but I hate all heroes, and I just want to kill some shit and rock, whatever. I just want to be a general villain. Don't stand anything for a particular. And when Deku kind of brings this to his attention, he's like. Jefferson has beliefs, Spur has none. Uh, you know, basically stain stands for something that people can relate to, but on the same time, people can also relate to it because they know that All Might's not gonna let anything happen to them. People can go and fucking buy a Hero Killer Stain t-shirt because they know that ultimately All Might's gonna keep them safe. People can go and be like, this is my first amendment right to say what the stupid shit I wanna say, but the US government's gonna keep me safe. It's the same kind of idea. So in Shigaraki, it just, it clicks. He's like, oh, the only reason they like that stain motherfucker is because they know All Might will ultimately probably be able to protect them from him. If I kill All Might and this stain motherfucker's in jail anyway, that's really the first piece to fall in terms of the larger plan of like making um, the League of Villains uh, a more prominent agency in the world, uh, more powerful uh, organization, whatever you want to say. And obviously getting All Might out the way, that solves problems for everybody. Once the pillar of peace falls, people are going to feel a lot more emboldened to do the stupid shit that they've got in their heart. Stay the stupid things that they've got going on in their brain. Commit the stupid crimes that they want to fucking do because they know All Might's not going to show up and punch them in the fucking mouth. That's where Shigaraki's brain's at right now. Yep. And that's a real dangerous place for him to be. Ho, ho, ho. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you not like Lisa? <laughs> I do like Lisa. No, it's Just not. What if it's Lysa? It's probably Lisa. <laughs> ho, ho, ho. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, so meanwhile, Achako's looking over the railing up top, and she's like, man... I gotta stop fucking running away every time I get flustered, man. She's so cute. She is best girl. She's like, I don't even like Deku like that. She's like, I just think he's a real great hero and he goes out of his way to do his best always and try to succeed. Yeah, we're just friends. It's all good. La 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 la. She's just trying to talk herself out of being in love. I get it. I gotta do it every day. I say to myself, hey, you, don't be in love. That's dumb. Anyway, she's going to go tell him, hey, sorry about being weird. I don't love you. Let's go buy you some ankle weights or whatever the fuck. <laughs> <you mean. laughs> Wrist weights, man. Wristlets. Wristlets. Yeah. Wristlet factory outlet. <laughs> Wrist weight outlet. <laughs> As she comes up on Deku uh, downstairs again, she realizes Deku is having a boyfriend moment with his creepy pale boyfriend with the chap lips and his hood up. Yep. She's like, Deku, I, I'm coming to tell you that I don't love you, but now... This is a friend. This is some guy you know. She's like, 
is this your boyfriend? <laughs> and he's like, oh shit, your girl's here? Peace. Ho, 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 and runs away. And uh, Deku does have, you know, that moment actually catches his breath and holds his neck uh, dramatically. He's like, Shigaraki. The fuck's he say to him? What does all for one want? And he's like, I don't know. I don't fucking know, man. All I know is I know what I want. Peace. I'm going to go fucking figure out a way to kill All Might. Last line excluded, obviously. But he's like, I don't know. Later. And he leaves. So he catches his breath. Him and Achako call the cops, whatever. Uh, Deku goes to talk with Sukayuchi, uh, All Might's cop boy. and Cop boy? Cop friend? Cop friend. Cop colleague. Yeah, that works too. Cop boy just feels like nah, it's, it feels wrong. Just, yeah. uh, gives him the whole, you know, the whole thing about you did great, you kept calm, you saved lives because you didn't panic. And honestly, that's another thing that I feel like doesn't get brought up with the hero thing. I mean, basically, the, the idea of being a hero, as All Might has said it a couple times in the series now, it's like you know, the very essence of being a hero is interfering where you don't technically have to. Yep. Granted, Deku didn't interfere somewhere where he didn't technically have to, but he had enough presence of mind to keep calm, carry on, and not get his throat crotch rotted. What I really like is once he gives Sukayuchi the entire um, whatever account of what happened. Yeah. Dad Mike shows up with his crazy Vince Neil fucking crazy. Hair. <laughs> <laughs> Vince Neil. Yeah, looking weird. Looking much thinner than Vince Neil does these days, that's for sure. Homie's shaped like a double keg. Yeah, man. He looks you know what like a double the fucking, keg is? Yeah. I don't. I just made it up, I thought. Yeah, well, no, you, you did make it up, but I mean, I know what you're talking about. It's two kegs side by side. This motherfucker looks like the abominable snowman from Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer, man. You're talking about Vince Neil? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> Thinking of his stupid fucking face on top of like, dude. My dad used to have an abominable snowman thing on his Christmas tree as like the topper, dude. And I'm just thinking of a drunk Vince Neil trying to fucking sing it live wire or something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm alive with his tongue hanging out and shit, <laughs> dude. Look at this. This is like. <laughs> oh my god, dude. He is right. Vince Neil, Bond of Snowman, don't get confused. Send me that, please. Okay. That's going to be an Instagram post for us as a tie-in for this episode. Make sure you go follow us on Instagram at DBSuperDope. While we're at it, Twitter too, at DBSuperDope1. Just the number one. You wouldn't spell out one because that would make literally almost no sense. <laughs> unless no DB, shit. Unless DBSuperDope with the number one was already taken. In which case, I'd be like, DBSuperDopion. Dopion. That's how it would play out. D-O-P-E-O-E-N. Super dopian. Dopion. Dopion. So yeah, go follow us there so you can see this cool Vince Meal. Vince Meal. Vince Neal is the abominable snowman. It's pretty much his name now. Vince considering Meal. how he looks. Because he looks like he's uh, one male shy of death. <laughs> Dad might shows up. Picks up his son Deku from school or the police station or the fuck Deku's getting into today. I don't know. I'm Dad Might. I got to be fucking All Might during the day, Dad Might at night. And then his mom shows up around the corner. She's like, she cries. She's upset. She can't handle this. Here is one of the most um, 
interesting questions I think comes up in this episode and I think oh, even yeah. to the series to this point Deku for whatever reason after he assures All Might everything is okay he's like I have a question for you uh, I wrote it down with the quote so I'm gonna get ready patrons uh, and Deku just very clearly blankly says to him do you have times you can't save all the people that you want to first of all Deku what are you fucking for no shit All Might wants to save everybody all of the time. He's All Might. That's exactly what All Might does. However, All Might isn't, say, Superman who can hear the cries of anybody in the GD world who might be calling out for his help, which I think is interesting that All Might says exactly that. He's like, yeah, of course. Yeah, I can't save everybody all the time. I know that there are people out there probably right now calling out for me to come save them because they know who I am. I'm this big central pillar of peace throughout the world, not just Japan, the entire world. These people know me all around the globe. They might be wishing for me to come save them right now. They could be in the worst of worst situations, and I'm here talking to you. I've got no idea. I'm only human, dude. I can only do what I can do. And I feel like that's a really um, sombering kind of uh, perspective for Deku, you know, um, to take in. He's like, wow, even my fucking childhood hero, even though he's the person that I, in my brain, will be able to save anyone from anything, always. He's telling me right here he can't. And that's kind of a powerful moment for Deku for him to realize he can't save them all, but the ones he can save, he has to try to save. Maybe, maybe that's what it is. Or just like getting comfortable with the idea or trying to get comfortable with the idea that you you, really can't, you do what you can and you have to be okay with that because you can't do everything. Right. And that's a sort of a, I mean, from the hero perspective, that's where, you know, Deku's mindset leaves off. Um, yeah, Sukayuchi and all might have that little one to one as Deku walks away with his mom with the kitty cat Sansa. Yeah, <laughs> Sansa, and but, it was a male cat, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, uh, he he brings them home, and then Sukayuchi and all might have that little uh, one last fight. Uh, yeah. All for one's coming mm-hmm. back for one last fight, and I'm like, dun, 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 dun. give me the credits because I'm ready to watch season three and y'all motherfuckers fight like six episodes from now. Because they do, man. They give you that fight so early in season three when it gets there. Mm-hmm. Ugh. I feel like we should have given you a spoiler warning up front, but... <laughs> anyway, that's episode, uh, what, 39? 39, yeah. 39. 39. Of... Or My Hero Academia. Uh... Me and Feds have done a bunch of those together. So if you want to hear other ones, that should be should be dropping soon. I don't know when. Maybe I don't know. Got a lot of a lot of things going on to do. You're doing things. I'm running things. <laughs> Cream corn. <laughs> Call me that because I'm smooth. Fart through silk. Um, we do have voicemails. Ooh, voicemails, huh? Yeah, I haven't pre-listened to these. Normally, I at least tried to do the read-through to see kind of... But, like, the Google Voice Translate is not always accurate. Right. I'm pretty sure uh, one of these starts off with uh, super dope, obviously. Um, But I'm pretty sure the Google Translate put it through as, like, stupid hope. (laughs) Yeah. Stupid hope. New name. Stupid hope. Stupid hope! (laughs) Oh, did we just kill our own name with that? We might have. Fuck you, Google Translate. Let's listen to this first fucking voicemail. Okay. Stupid up. It's Rodney again. Rodney. The college student in California. 
I was just calling. I just got done listening to your podcast with Baby Darren. You guys are amazing. Keep up the good work. And I just want to say the Super Dope Army is an awesome name. It's an awesome name. And it's kind of a throwback to OG Dragon Ball with the Red Ribbon Army. So the Super Dope Army is awesome. Good call. Guys, stay super dope. Super And I'll leave some more fucking emails. And fucking voicemail. And <laughs> nice fucking Patreon. And whatever else you fuck it, dude. Fuck it. Right. Peace. Rodney, we love you, baby. So last, uh, we, we had Dan. Um, if you haven't listened to the Baby Jeer and comes to the Super Dope episode, you'd need to. Um, he, we had Dan throw out a couple of uh, interesting military-related terms. Uh, Super Dope Army being one of them. Also, uh, you know, Heil Super Dope. And I was like, whoa! <laughs> I spent way too much time fucking fighting with you white nationalist pricks on the internet to fucking have me do a heil anything. I'd rather jump the fucking bridge and burn this podcast. Yeah, man. Super dope army, though. Yeah, it's dope. I'm down. Super dope. Super dope, man. Plus, you know, Rodney tied it back to uh, OG Dragon Ball with a red ribbon army. Realize you've got no point of reference for what that is. Nope. But I wish you did. Watch Dragon Ball. Just do it. Dude, if you start with OG Dragon Ball, that's how you get in. If you tried to start with Dragon Ball Z, you'd be like, yo, this is a bunch of muscle heads trying to choke each other out with their cock beam dicks. <laughs> cock beam dicks? Cock beam dicks. Yeah, it's basically who's got the biggest cock beam. But it comes from their hands instead, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> anyway, you start with the OG Dragon Ball, that shit is so funny. It's legitimately, I think, a comedy first and then a martial arts show, manga, whatever, second. As with Dragon Ball Z, it goes martial arts, sci-fi, and then sometimes some comedy. Like, much, much, much different than Dragon Ball Z. Um, so, yeah, bringing it back, uh, Super Dope Army, Red Ribbon Army. If you, uh, I'm down with it. Going to be part of that, that Super Dope Army, you know, be maybe part of that Satan Sinister Six. <laughs> Super Dope Army of Darkness, actually, was another one that we had. <laughs> Like, so long as there's a geek reference tied to it, I'm okay with it. Super Dope Army of Darkness. All right, Bruce Campbell, Sam Raimi, Army of Darkness. Okay. Uh, fucking Super Dope Army, Red Ribbon, whatever. That's fine. Um, yeah, nothing else, though. None no. Of that, none of that fucking throwing your hand straight up in the air shit. No. No. I'd no, really bad. rather literally kick you into the Grand fucking Canyon. Rather. I, I will. I fucking will kick you into the Grand Canyon. Um, all right, we got another voicemail. You ready? Oh, who's this know. one? Do you know who it's from? No, I know it's not Rodney. I wish it was, though, because I love the way he starts his voicemails. <laughs> <laughs> I think Rodney's a fucking candidate for Satan Sinister Six this year, man. We got a few candidates, I think. We got a few people. Uh, Rodney came in, in strong in the last few weeks. Obviously, uh, Timmy Jones, the legend grows of, of Timmy Jones. If anybody tried to discount him, we got Jake out in Michigan. Um, you know, Oscar is obviously Satan Sinister Six alumni. He was definitely in the first six uh, in our first year. But I don't know, man. He stayed consistent. He still listens to us and the other Dragon Ball podcasts and the other anime podcasts. But wow. Yeah. Oscar is a podcast fanatic. Like, I think Oscar might like podcasts more than I do. And I That's make pretty podcasts hard. for and a little you, bit. Yep. Like, <laughs> for real. Um, yeah. Oscar definitely, uh, I think, is going to get a nom this year. Um, I don't know though Timmy, Rodney, Jake I think y'all are definitely in the running We'll see who else I gotta kinda go and comb back through the social media And see who I interact with Cause Sometimes y'all run together into one person 
that's not a that's not a commentary on you that's a commentary on my mental state most of the time just one big fucking fog anyway let's get to the next message One big fucking five, man. Oh. Oh, we're getting rickrolled, huh? I guess it's 2005 and somebody sent us a new... 2006 and someone sent us a YouTube link to uh, a rickroll. This is good. I'm away to hell, home, home. And I rule, so do I. I can rickroll y'all back. You think this kid just couldn't I couldn't get it from any other girl I just wanna tell you how I'm feeling Dude, get it into the phone, you idiot Yeah Understand Can't believe we're listening to it I don't think this counts as copyright infringement shit Because it's coming through this kid's shitty fucking cell phone Yeah, you can't even hear her most of the song Wanna know what's great though? What? I got this motherfucker's phone number. <laughs> that was just because Kyle and Jimmy thought that I was a trip. What? Because Kyle and Jimmy thought that I was what? Thought that I was a what? I don't know. I think it might be Timmy Jones, though. I can't tell. Thought that I was a... Troll. Troll. Oh. Like trolls from the 80s with the hair and the jewel belly buttons? No, you mean internet troll. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. I forgot. I forgot. Yes. Yeah. I, I thought one. maybe Timmy Jones was a troll. But the legend grows. Matter of fact, Jesus, Timmy, my fucking bad, dude. I forgot. New patron. Kind of. Ish. For some reason. Unbeknownst to me. Timmy Jones kicked up his support from 5 to $10 on the Patreon last month. <laughs> Damn. Timmy <laughs> Jones, think, man. For real. Kid stepping up. Him. Baby fucking jeering Dan. Who else we got on there? I should really know that off the top of my head because there's like five of you. I'm sorry. It's just been a really long eight, nine, ten days. <laughs> oh, my God. I just want to tell you how I'm feeling. Can't believe you tried to rickroll us, Timmy Jones. He did kind of, though. I guess. Fuck. Can't believe you rickrolled us, Timmy Jones. The fuck, man? Is that why you pledged from five to ten dollars? Because you felt guilty about this Rick not rolling. really good Rick roll? Because he, <laughs> come on, man, get the get the music in the phone. I want to hear it. I just wanna do how I'm feeling. Sounds just like him, man. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm working on this new act for my acoustic gig. Yeah. Where I go around the casinos, clubs, and basically just pitch myself as a Rick Astley cover band. <laughs> one man band Yeah I only played two songs Never Gonna Give You Up And whatever the fuck His other song was I forget the name of it too Everybody does Yeah It's the song that's It's it's called the song That's not called Never Gonna Give You Up <laughs> <laughs> Alright uh, yeah. Rodney uh, Timmy Jones The Legend Grows Evermore Evermore Isn't that The Raven Hark the Raven Nevermore, nevermore. Never more, yeah. Yeah. I don't know how to read, so I was hoping you could give me some lessons. Nah, man. Hooked on Phonics would really help me out. So if you want to support Hooked on Phonics for me and also some uh, speech classes, because I put <laughs> emphasis on the wrong syllables, please go to patreon.com slash Dragon Ball Superdog. Give me some money. Also, you hear some pa- premium podcasts. 
including yeah. the uncut version of this show, huh. which I'm sure will have quite a number of gaffes. <laughs> quite a number of gaffes, yes. Oh, God, no. You guys ready to go listen to some anime songs? What? Yeah, you're going to listen to Lisa right now. Oh, here we go. I forgot the break part that I like, though. Oh, that's it. I don't know. <laughs> you oh, don't know. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Winning in it, winning in it, oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, that's gonna do it. Dragon Ball Super Dope. Super Dope. Although today is Super Dope Plus Ultra. It's all the same. It's all the same now. Just Super Dope. Yeah, just super dope. Creating an empire, man. No, definitely not that. However, I will keep calling it Dragon Ball Super Dope because if you look up Dragon Ball Super on things, Dragon Ball Super Dope comes up because you're like three out of Google. four words. Not yeah. Google, really, but like Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, uh, Google Podcasts. I don't know that we're on Google Podcasts. If you have a fucking Android phone and you use Google Podcasts and you listen to us on there, I want you to email me, all right, for real, because I have a lot of questions about Google Podcasts. I've been running into that bullshit for the last couple weeks with a client of mine. I got it figured out for one person. I don't have it figured out for Super Dope, I don't think. But if you do listen on Google Podcasts, please email me at dbsuperdope at gmail.com. You can also get on the email list that way, and I'll send you all sorts of random weird shit and be like, hey, what's up? What you doing? Like at random times of the day. It doesn't happen all the time, but I'll pop into a motherfucker's inbox. Just because on a random Tuesday at four. Damn. Ho, ho, ho. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Normally I end this one with uh, not the super dope ending of da 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 whatever. It's uh, uh, gonna raise my hand with a peace sign. Carlton is a fucking asshole. Bam, 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 bam.